Hey, this is James Rolfe, and you're listening to the Candare Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Candare, your tribute to comics and pop culture. I am Jeremy Colley. And I'm Randy Hardenbrook. And joining us today, we have a very special guest from Skulls.com, which offers uh, quality gear for gamers like uh, esports teams, organizations, etc., etc. We're talking like jerseys, jackets, chairs, backpacks, just to name a few things. We welcome CEO of Skulls Incorporated, Wes Bird, to the show. Wes, thank you so much for being here, man. Thanks for having me. Pleasure. We're going to have some fun today in our retro roundtable. We're going to be talking about product placement within pop culture. So um, a good example we were just discussing would be, for instance, like uh, the Ego Waffles and Stranger Things. I'm sure Ego paid out or got paid on that. Yeah. <laughs> or, or made out uh, pretty damn good on that. I bet sales skyrocketed. But anyway, some examples there. And then we're going to turn our attention over to Wes and talk more about everything happening over at Skulls.com. But before we do all that, don't forget to find us on Twitter at CandarePod and on Instagram at Canned underscore Air. And if you like what we're doing, want to show some support, uh, CandarePodcast.com. Hit the Patreon button on there. Now I'll take you right over to our page. $5 a month gets you access to the Candare Patreon pod. $10 a month gets you even more content and merch. So check that out. Randy, what am I forgetting? Uh, your boys are uh, officially on Evergreen Podcast. Uh, it's a podcast network with a lot of really great shows, and we're uh, really excited for all the opportunities that's coming through that. So, uh, yeah. Exactly. All right. Let's kick it off with this week's Retro Roundtable. Here we go. <laughs> All right, product placement within pop culture. Randy, kick us off. So uh, I was always a big fan of the movie Richie Rich back in, uh, I think it was like 93, 94, uh, which was the retelling or the, the uh, screen ad- adaptation of the old cartoon with uh, Macaulay Culkin. Oh, shit, and... I already know what you're going to say, son. <laughs> and in one particular scene, you know, Macaulay's out or excuse me, Richie's out. He gets all these poor kids to come and be his friends. And, hey, you want to come to my house? I have a roller coaster, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, they're taking him through the house and they go in the basement. You have your own McDonald's? And there's literally like a McDonald's in the basement, Mm -hmm. own food, totally impractical. But as a kid, that just like totally blew my mind. (laughs) Let me tell you how my mind reeled on that growing up. Like, wow, not only how cool it would be to have McDonald's, but then like the practical part of my mind was like, so what? There's always just people in the basement just waiting for me to want a hamburger. (laughs) I would still take up the offer, though, to have a McDonald's in my basement for sure. Dude, we know you'd just be going down there and reading the toys. I mean, let's be honest here. (laughs) I probably wouldn't be able to leave the basement after a month down there. (laughs) Just make me another burger. I think I'd pay for a, a, a Whataburger in my basement. I'm not a much of a McDonald's guy. What <laughs> kind of a burger? I'm sorry. A Whataburger. You know, that's the Texas thing. You ever been to a Whataburger? No, never even heard of it. <laughs> we're, we're based in Ohio. We don't have those. So. Oh, we don't have Whataburger. <laughs> Whenever I was growing up as a kid, we always thought it was Waterburger. Waterburger, that sounds gross. But I've yeah. heard really yeah, good. Yeah, a Whataburger doesn't sound good. 
It's like a burger made from water buffalo or something. It's yeah. <laughs> a terrible name. I think Whataburger sounds it's really stupid, but yeah, definitely very pop culture-ish down here in, uh, well, in the Texas area for sure. Sure. I, I, I would like to check that out. I mean, as long as the burgers don't actually have water in them or anything, but <laughs> I love a good burger joint no matter what. Like that's my, that's my jam. I guess it's kind of the Texans as uh, in and out is to Californians. Oh, wow. So it's a big okay. deal. Yeah. It's kind of a big deal. Hmm. <laughs> I'll put that on my next time I visit Texas list. There you go. For sure. All right. Uh, well, let's see. Uh, Wes, do you have a, a entry for product placement within pop culture? I don't know. It's, it's a tough one. I, I, I love movies, and I guess I always, I've always loved the car, the car placements. Mm-hmm. Seeing, seeing Camaros and Corvettes, and I think they get a lot of traction in, in those placements. Yeah. Superhero movies are great for that, for <laughs> that target market. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Any of those big blockbusters. And it's funny you say that because one that just rushes to mind, because not only did they have the, the cars in their film, they made damn sure that the, the front grille, like the logo, the Mercedes-Benz logo, mm-hmm. like anytime that car pulled up, that's what pulled right up to the screen. Like they made damn sure you've seen it was uh, the Lost World Jurassic Park. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those things were everywhere. I was also thinking, and Wes, feel free to um, hop in on this, but uh, the, the newer Transformers, the Michael Bay movie, oh. the new Camaros and... yeah. Was I mistaken that all the good guys were the Chevys and all the bad guys, the Decepticons, were the Fords? <laughs> That's how I'd ride it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, wasn't uh, when they did the Knight Rider reboot, was Knight Rider a uh, Mustang? What was he when they brought him back? I feel like they changed the car a, up. That was a Firebird, wasn't it? Firebird, yes. Okay. Yes. Wait, the original one or the one, the new one? The original one, I think, was a Firebird, wasn't it? Yeah. The, when, no, I feel like when they brought it back, they totally changed what kind of car it was. Like when they had, it was like three years ago, there was a reboot that really did not go well, but I can't remember. To the internet. <laughs> yeah, there, there are no such thing as Pontiacs anymore. So I imagine they would have to, you know, find a new sponsor for that placement. I can't remember what it was. And maybe after Randy finds it, I'll be like, oh, I guess that's not too bad. But I feel like at the time I was like, why the fuck would you choose that car? I'm, ang- I'm like biting my nails to find out what Randy finds out. Uh, looks like it was a 2008 Ford Mustang GT500 KR. That was a Decepticon if there ever was one. <laughs> <laughs> I guess there, there's some Ford fans out there we're, pro- we're probably dissing on right now. <laughs> yeah, they won't probably. be listening to the show anymore now. <laughs> Probably, but that's okay. I mean, if they don't want to listen to us while they're broke down along the road, that's their problem. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. I'm talking shit I don't even really know. So, (laughs) all right. Um, How about the movie Castaway with Tom Hanks? Oh, yep. How about, and uh, I mean, FedEx was a big one, but the one that... Swiss Army Knife. Oh, shit, yeah. Boy, a lot of people got paid on that, didn't they? (laughs) But I'm thinking more so uh, the Wilson ball, the Wilson mm-hmm. volleyball. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Now, I have never in my life ever felt the need to go purchase a volleyball. And, <laughs> but when I saw that movie, I was like, I bet you I can make one of them fucking things. Wilson almost had my money. Yeah, I imagine so. Unless oh. they actually made like a Wilson replica, like produced by castaway people and not the Wilson company themselves. But 
Well, not only that, I mean, it almost had to be Wilson because, I mean, I can't see anybody yelling, Spalding! (laughs) (laughs) Nerf, come back! (laughs) What a good movie, though. And, like, it's so funny how a uh, ball became such a crucial character to that film, Mm -hmm. you know? Absolutely. And when I was, I was making that reference to the Swiss Army knife, I think he had one in, in, in his, on his keychain or something at the beginning of the movie. And then, then you know, he, he put it down and left it somewhere. And then and when, he, when he got back from it, he was just like, you know, messing with the Swiss Army knife, thinking, man, if I just kept this in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because didn't he, I remember he had like a, a messed up tooth. Didn't he use like a, freaking like ice skate or something to yeah, like chisel it out yeah. Ugh, oh no, no what you. he did was he put the end of the blade against the tooth and then took a rock and hit the other side and he That's passed one, out one which I'd rather not remember <laughs> i mean i've never like had any limbs amputated or been shot or stabbed or anything but i mean my frame of reference when it comes to pain like there is nothing worse than pain in the mouth like that is the worst pain mm. and i can't imagine being stuck on an island like that like what could you do other than that like you'd be so fucking desperate because it's the worst pain in the world absolutely good movie though yeah. good movie <laughs> randy back to you well circling back to the car thing and no i'm not going to insult ford anymore but uh the mini cooper of the italian job i mean if that wasn't mm. a product placement for a particular car i don't know what is but uh I would have never given a Mini Cooper a second thought until I saw Jason Statham and Marky Mark and Charlize Theron mm. driving those around. And, mm-hmm. Okay, those are those are cool. All right. <laughs> that was a good movie. But wasn't there like an explosion of those things after that film came out? Didn't like tons of people start getting them? It was like when the fucking Probably. PT Cruiser came out, except cool. <laughs> not a not a PT Cruiser fan. No. <laughs> no. Those were those were yeah, those were Chryslers though, right? Those aren't Fords. Yeah, what would be pretty awesome though is to see like a, a really cool movie like Iron Man and then have them product place like the smart car in there or something. <laughs> that would be cool. That'd be cool. <laughs> Tesla did miss a very good opportunity, didn't they? <laughs> Put some flames on the side of it. Oh yeah. I, I mean I'd pay to see that. I'd pay to see that. <laughs> You just made me think of uh, inadvertently. I mean, nothing you said really relates to this, but I thought you were going to say something about Iron Man, like selling like uh, ad space on his on his suit or something. And it made me think of uh, the movie Mystery Men. The the, the guy uh, Captain Amazing, the hero in the beginning, he had like Energizer on oh, one arm, right. he had the Pepsi logo on another. He was just like a whore to corporate uh, sponsors. <laughs> But he was also a jerk, so I guess that's what they were trying to get at. He's he's just a sellout douchebag, right? All the real heroes didn't have Pepsi and Energizer on their fucking <laughs> sleeves. That would be like a superhero with like sponsorships. He's gotta get paid too. Right, right. <laughs> Everybody gotta get paid. Cheap. <laughs> All right. Uh Wes, did you have any other contributions? Well, no, I guess not. Definitely want me, you know, from a from a brand perspective. Uh, skulls kind of makes me want to start to look at some brand placements so you know there you go it's fun it's fun to think the other way around you know hey as a brand what pop culture type of thing would i want to be placed Hmm. maybe what if the whiz 2 happened (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Am I thinking of the right movie? That was that wasn't the name of that film, was it? What was the movie with uh, Fred Savage? Is that right? The Wiz, The Wizard. I think so. With uh, the Power Glove. Because now that I'm thinking about it, The Wiz, was uh, the remake of Wizard of Oz, wasn't it? Oh, with I... Michael Jackson. It's a Monday. Ooh, Hang on. The internet. Who's faster? Who's faster? Yeah, The Wizard. I said The Wiz, though. Okay. Well, difference between uh, The Wiz and The Wizard. Big difference. Okay, yes. The wizard. But I knew what Huge you meant with the power difference. <laughs> Damn, people are going to be like, what the fuck for a hot second when they hear that? <laughs> All right. Um, how about the movie E.T., Reese's Pieces? Oh, oh yes. That's great. Let me tell you what, after we saw E.T. when I was a kid, I wanted Reese's Pieces all the time. And I, you know, I had said on the show very much, um, how I believed in anything I saw on TV, Fraggle Rock. Oh, shit, there must be a Fraggle hole in my house somewhere. Oh, E.T., oh, shit, there must be an alien hiding in the backyard, you know? So <laughs> there were times I'd put these things out to see if anything would uh, follow the trail. But aside from a few angry possums, nothing. <laughs> but I, I mean, to this day, I can't see Reese's Pieces without uh, thinking of E.T. Yeah. Uh, Randy, back to you. All right, at the risk of stealing your thunder, Jeremy, and I apologize ahead of time, but uh, anytime I think candy and uh, cartoon placement, it's got to be Bart Simpson and Butterfinger. Ooh, I didn't even think about that, but you're right. <laughs> well, I mean, it kind of goes both ways because they placed the cartoon character with the product rather than the product with the character. But there was an episode of The Simpsons where he did have a Butterfinger. Like they were okay, making a right. joke that they were, uh, so you are, you are correct. You Sweet. got under the wire on this one, Randy. You're damn lucky. How about, uh, you know, Caddyshack and, and uh, you know. <laughs> was it the Snickers bar? No, it wasn't a Snickers. It was, uh, oh man, what's the candy bar? It was, uh, it had his peanuts in it and stuff. It wasn't. Okay. Three Musketeer, Milky Way. No. <laughs> um, um, you're, you're talking about the pool scene, right? Yeah, where you oh Henry throws the um you know the the candy bar in the in the in the, in the pool. pool yeah what you call it Twix Toblerone <laughs> Twix <laughs> no he's like naming off the candy bars <laughs> I've got to hit it sooner or later all right to the this episode sponsored sponsored by Google um, sponsored by diabetes <laughs> <laughs> Baby Ruth that's it. How did I not say Baby Ruth? I said everything but Baby Ruth. <laughs> well, I mean, heck, if we're talking Baby Ruth, we got to bring up Goonies and Sloth. Baby Ruth? Mmm, yeah. He wore a Superman shirt, too. I mean, there's mm -hmm. some product placement, right? Yeah, absolutely. You got to wonder if they, if, if Baby Ruth actually paid for that product placement in Caddyshack or not. You know what I mean? That, that's, not, <laughs> that's not exactly one of those product placements that's like makes positive, you look good kinds of positive light on your product we want our candy to look like shit in your movie can you make that happen oh man here here was a uh, horrible pun of a product placement in the first Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie and no I'm not talking about Domino's Pizza <laughs> I'm talking about when Michelangelo lifts up next to his head a bottle of turtle wax <laughs> Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> and being a kid, I was like, wait, what? That's real <laughs> shit? Because like, I, I remember seeing it at the store. I'm like, what? 
are there really turtles out there? <laughs> uh, yeah, I was a stupid kid. All right, we still love you. I'm a stupid adult, so it's all good. <laughs> Other movies, the uh, and they finally made good on it, but the uh, the self tying shoes by Nike and Back to the Future. Oh yeah, forgot about that. They did make good on that, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Shit was expensive. I don't think many people <laughs> bought it. I think it was kind of like a one off thing, but yeah. Yeah. Back to the Cars, DeLorean. I mean, that was pretty. That was a pretty good placement. Oh shit! Yeah, I didn't yeah think absolutely. about that. It's really like the product placement of all product placements, if you think about it. Yeah, but it didn't help DeLorean <laughs> because they went belly up. <laughs> oh, it doesn't come with a flux capacitor. Okay, I don't want it. That shit don't look like a time machine. <laughs> and I, I know South Park has done this, but I am almost almost positive i've seen several shows make some joke of this in some way or another the shake weight <laughs> shake weight oh, you don't remember uh, the shake okay. weight oh yeah okay <laughs> yeah there there is there is absolutely no way to be cool using one of those i mean it's it's impossible <laughs> my wife has one and oh you're I, a lucky she, guy she used it once <laughs> And I cracked a joke, and that thing is set on the shelf ever since. She's like, fine, Randy, do it yourself. <laughs> I thought oh. you were going to go with Cheesy Poofs. No. No, I mean, that's not that's not a real product, right? I mean, come on. The shake weight, though. Well, I, I guess in I, South Park, they, they depicted it the wrong way. Because after you sat there and did the shake weight long enough, it, like, would squirt you in the face. <laughs> What do they say? The, the refreshing coolant or something? It was like a cool off method, but we all know what it really was. And then <laughs> after that was all done, the shake weight in South Park would spit out cab fare for you. Shake weight needs to rest. Here's some cab fare. <laughs> Going into sleep, sleep mode. <laughs> God, that was funny. All right. Do we have any other product placements to mention before we move on? I got one more, Do and it. that would be the Ray-Bans in uh, Top Gun. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> and th those stand to make a uh, resurgence with the new Top Gun coming out. Hopefully. Is that right? still supposed to come out? I Wasn't it supposed to be out like last year or something? Everything was supposed to be out last year, but then Copen. It's a bummer. The movie industry got hit pretty hard, but yeah. You know, one thing I just saw, though, is that um, every trailer that's been coming out has been saying, uh, you know, uh, will be available in theaters and on demand. Well, today, the new Venom trailer just dropped. <laughs> I heard that. Yep. And it's the first one I've seen that says only in theaters. Yep. So they're uh, and, you know, I've also been seeing uh, like commercials for hotels, like trying to coax people back out. I mean, they're not sitting there going, come on, what, you know, where, yeah, they're, they're just saying, you know, we got this going, we got that going, we're staying clean, we're here for you when you're ready to start coming out. So it's like they're trying to start pushing people back out, but I miss the theater probably more than uh, most things. Yeah, but uh, didn't do a movie in like a year. Yeah, same here. I can't even remember the last one I saw. It's been that long and it's just such an escape for me. So I really miss it. It's not the same watching it at home. There's too many distra no. distractions. I mean, I get screaming kids either at the theater or at home. So, you know, it, it's about the same for me. So. You just True, but that was your choice. Crunching on their popcorn and wrappers 
crackling during the movie. Uh, oh yeah, can't do that. Somebody slurping really loud, you know. <laughs> See, but that shit pisses me off too. I, I, <laughs> that's why I can't go to like evening movies because there's too many people, too many of those things happening. I like to go to the movies in the morning when there's a few people there and I'm still groggy and I'm like half asleep in the chair, just zoned out on popcorn and soda. <laughs> Jeremy goes and sees the day showings and if anybody walks in, he whips out a shake weight and makes everybody so uncomfortable, they just leave. <laughs> What's he doing over there? Oh, j just shake weight. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a shake weight. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh my working God. out here. I'm working out here. <laughs> working the delts. Working the delts. I don't know. I wonder if they even muscles, still sell those things. <sighs> I don't know. We'll have to. We'll have to go on an excursion, Jeremy, and try and find a shake weight. The can no, shake weight. That's what Amazon's for. But I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> that might get a little weird if we're going searching for this jerk off tool thing together or whatever it is. But um, it would be funny to have it on the show, and whoever loses like a competition or any something has to sit there and shake jerk or shake weight or whatever it's called for like five straight minutes or something. Hmm. Yeah. Sounds like a competition right now. <laughs> Wes is like, I will not be sponsoring that with my product. Thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. The shake weight competition brought to you by skulls.com. <laughs> <laughs> and now. <laughs> and that's why you're a good business leader. <laughs> Staying the hell away from us. <laughs> All uh, right. What, think, what's that? Oh, I was just going to ask Wes if he had any anything else. Uh, on product placements, I don't know. Uh, I definitely want to give it. Uh, yeah, I, I'll I'll rethink the idea, and whenever I do have a product placement for skulls, I'll definitely shoot it by you guys. We need to find some sort of independent film or something, and have some sort of product placement. That'd be fun. <laughs> that would be fun. All right, all right. That'd be really cool. Well, cool. Well, speaking of product placement, why don't we uh, take a quick break and then we'll hop on back and uh, hear about Wes and uh, all about Skulls. You trying to take my fucking job from me, Randy? Sorry. That's my I, uh, line. Dude, I saw an opening and I went for it. All right. So sue me. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to commercial. Be right damn back. <laughs> History is complicated. The story of human progress is long messy, and riddled with controversies big and small. On Conflicted, we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures. We try and untangle the good from the bad, the fact from the fiction, and the monsters from the misunderstood. Was Genghis Khan a murderous butcher or a civic pioneer? Did the Allied powers go too far in firebombing the German city of Dresden at the twilight of World War II? And how did the Marquis de Sade acquire such a sinister reputation? And was any of it true? These are just a few of the tough questions we wrestle with and investigate on Conflicted. So if you love history or just enjoy a good story, please join me, your host, Zach Cornwell, for a fascinating new topic each and every month. Conflicted, a history podcast, is available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon. All right, and we are back from commercial. 
me and Randy have sewn up our differences and we have come to an understanding, I think. No, I'm, I got I hit in the head with the shake weight. <laughs> You're shake waiting next time we get together. <laughs> Outside on the, on the sidewalk too, where people can see. All right. Sorry about that. <laughs> with that all behind us, let's turn our attention over to Wes to talk more about everything that's happening over at skulls.com. Wes, I want to thank you again uh, for being here with us. Hope you've had some fun thus far. Yeah, I'm good. You I'm haven't made you too uncomfortable, right? I'm not convinced. <laughs> it's been interesting. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, go ahead and uh, just tell us and our listeners, uh, just kind of in a nutshell to begin, what Skulls.com is. Um, well, Skulls is uh, merch uh, and a brand name, actually, for the gaming and esports space. We uh, produce all kinds of gear, uh, jerseys and jackets and joggers and all that apparel stuff but we also do gaming chairs and backpacks and all kinds of stuff and so we we like to outfit high schools colleges semi-pro and pro teams uh, and i've got behind me some some awesome jersey examples yeah um we also are just uh you know trying to be i guess um uh, you know a solid name brand in the space to be the leader in in uh, like kind of I hate to drop other name other other uh, brands but you could kind of consider it like a Nike or an Adidas or something like that sure. for the esports and gaming space and so you know we're enjoying you know doing a lot of uh, sponsorships uh, to pro teams and whatnot and one of our pro sponsors are heading to six Invitational. Uh, this month and you know they won first place in uh in you know oxygen gaming oxygen awesome gaming. they won first place in north america and they're headed over to the paris to play in si uh right right this month and so it's gonna be pretty exciting very cool That's man. crazy I, i'm a casual gamer and you know i'll occasionally be on youtube and see like some of these professional players and stuff and it's crazy. Mm. And uh, it, I mean, it's literally a sports team. So that's uh, so cool that, you know, you offer these. Uh, are they customizable in any way? Yeah, absolutely. Everything is custom to we, we do everything designed per team uh, in-house. We do all design work and it's all custom. Of course, we have our own branded stuff, too. Like right. We want some Skulls gear. We have our own Skulls stuff, which is cool. Uh, but yeah, everything's custom. Yeah, That's and amazing. it's uh, it's really high quality stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, the chair itself—I'm jealous of the chair. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a good looking chair. Yeah, being a new being a new brand in the space, it was kind of like, all right, you know, we gotta show up or don't show, you know, just show off or don't show up at all, right? Right. So sure. Like, go big or go home. Yes, right. We need to kind of. Uh, represent our brand especially in a brand name we're not, we're not a company that produces stuff for your team we're a, we're a brand name and so we want to be synonymous with quality and uh and so the only way to do that is just to be, really be stickler on that quality aspect of it. so everything we do is top notch yeah it sure looks like i mean based on what we see behind you and based on what i was uh, seeing on your website <laughs> Uh, earlier it's it looks like a uh, really really nice stuff and it's cool that to, uh, to give uh, these teams and stuff uh, you know a sense of identity in, in a very stylish way too i mean i think back in my day when i was 
if I would want to do anything like this, it had been an iron-on transfer onto a shitty white t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's kind of a cool advantage too. I mean, um, you know, well, the the guys from Skulls, we all like we started this thing 20 years ago. And in fact, this year is like our 20th anniversary as a group of gamers. You awesome. guys, you guys know how it is. You kind of have mm-hmm. your buddies you hang out with. We had a clan called Skulls for 20 years. And uh, for, you know, only two years ago, we decided to turn it into a brand name. It was a cool name. I've, I've owned the skulls.com domain for 20 years. And I'm like, Hey, let's turn this into a biz. And so we, we decided to make it a name brand and come into market in a big way. Uh, but yeah, it, it's been fun. And what's kind of cool about that quality thing you're talking about, we have high schools, you know, and the same jerseys that these high school kids are wearing as far as structure, you know, construction and material is the exact same as the professional teams that we have. So, oh, wow. So, you know. It's definitely not iron-on for the high schoolers and you know, good stuff for the pros. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so that it, it kind of gives the kids a sense of, uh, you know, like they're really part of something. And it's kind of yeah. cool and, and to know that, hey, man, I'm wearing the same jersey essentially as uh, as Oxygen Gaming is for playing SI, yeah. you know. And they can actually buy that jersey, too, if they want an actual Oxygen jersey. but it, if they want, you know, their high school logo on it, we do some really cool design work for high schools. It's pretty fun. That's awesome. Just makes and, you feel legit. You know what I yeah, mean? Exactly. Oh, hey, oh yeah. And uh, going back to kind of your mission statement, one thing I appreciate is, you know, a, a, a dad of a, a gamer um, mm-hmm. is you guys are, are very family friendly. Unlike this episode today. <laughs> but um, <laughs> hey, I never claim to be family friendly. Don't don't put that shit on me. <laughs> but uh you know that's just so awesome that you know part of your mission statement is to kind of uh promote that because my son has been getting into uh among us and some of these other uh games fortnite some of that stuff and i'm like uh no i'm i'll, I'll stay over here on the classic 16-bit stuff but uh <laughs> it, it can really get rough especially for little kids or you know young adults that are just trying to get into it and uh it's it's cutthroat out there man i mean when oh you get insulted as as a 30 year old man when you get insulted by an eight-year-old saying oh you can't play your crap <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah well, that eight-year-old unfortunately has learned by experience because you know he's he's, he's received enough of it from that 30 year old uh yeah while he's playing the game and so i get, definitely want to kind of use our you know our ability to kind of you know as, as we're as we're outfitting students in high school and and in college and in pro levels, we definitely kind of, you know, you know, we're all, you know, adults be adults, but you know, it's a good thing to kind of promote kind of team sportsmanship because that's been lost, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. And esports and gaming where they're just like, you know, kids are telling other kids to, you know, go jump off a cliff and literally like cut their throat and, you know, just, just commit suicide. And uh, yeah, that, that actually happens. And yes, that actually happens. And so, you know, we got to do something as brand, as a brand in the space and as, you know, to kind of help at least promote, Hey, let's, 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 uh, you don't have to play fair. I mean, shoot somebody in the face if that's the game you're doing, you know, (laughs) 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 But, uh, but, but you know but don't insult them afterwards 
<laughs> that's right you know shoot him in the face and then say good game you know? yeah <laughs> i've spent a lot of time uh not so much recently but just ever since like xbox live has ever been a thing i've spent a lot of time on there and um before that you know it was always land parties and you know xbox live comes along and it's like this is amazing we can all be at home and play but um you know then i mean i guess you can make private parties and stuff you don't have to listen to people's crap but a lot of the times uh you'll hear people's crap and sometimes it can really just pull from the experience uh you there is something to be said and uh nothing can really beat those old land parties even though so much went into it you know not only bring your console you have to bring a chair you have to bring a tv a table <laughs> for said tv you need everything but you were so willing to do it yeah you know there was more setup and teardown than there was actual game time. Yeah. But it was still yeah. better. I've hosted, I don't, I can't tell you how many land parties I've hosted. In fact, I've been hosting them for 20 years. You know, I was kind of the host for all these skulls guys. And we, you know, hosted probably two land parties a year, uh, you know, on average uh, for those 20 years, you know, so I've hosted all these land parties at my house, people bringing their stuff, you know, and a lot of that, a lot of those rules uh, that we kind of implemented for that friendly atmosphere were for because we had kids coming, you know, our yeah. own children coming to the game, coming to the land party, and we want them to participate. But you know, it, it is totally different whenever you're in a face-to-face -face environment, even if you didn't have those rules in place, and you just have a bunch of people show up at the same place. You're not going to, you know. Uh, say some of the some of the things that you might say whenever you're on a on a in a you know half a world away from somebody talking through a microphone <laughs> yeah. it's a lot harder to talk smack when you can get your ass kicked later on for it <laughs> yeah. somebody yeah. might pick up a bat and come <laughs> shake yeah, weights flying all over the room <laughs> what'd you say randy i said shake weights flying all through the room <laughs> things can be dangerous <laughs> beyond dangerous <laughs> wow now you uh, also have a youtube page i saw that you know it looks like there's uh, some footage of you on there playing some games but i've also seen you uh interviewing and being interviewed uh you know not only about skulls but kind of what randy was talking about you know just about the encouragement of sportsmanship i saw another video on there it looked like it was uh and I might be butchering this, but somewhat like advice for people who are getting into like the esports world. So, are you able to tell uh, the listeners a little bit more than I am about your YouTube page? Yeah, I mean, we kind of have a plethora of stuff there, but yeah, it's just uh, I like to do interviews with people to talk about diversity, integrity, and in, in, in esports. And that was one of the big ones. For that one, we had a bunch of guest speakers and guests on, and that, that was actually presented at the Esports Awards Expo, uh, which was an awesome honor to have all, all of those guys talk. And, wow. you know, these this day and age, there's some serious conversations. We just kind of have to get out there and lay it out and talk about it. It's really the only way to fix the problem. And there's really, you know, some, some problems can't be fixed, but at least we can kind of change our own uh, the way we kind of look at something and maybe kind of think about it before we act on some things you know that's what i te teach my kids right think before you act <laughs> yeah if we could all just do that oh my god what a better it, it, world it, this would be if we all would just follow the advice we give our kids when we tell them to think <laughs> before they act <laughs> 
yeah, I guess that integrity part of it to me kind of is, is, is kind of that thing about, you know, how you just, just, just being, you know, treating other people the way you'd be treated and, and, uh, you know, and sometimes that's okay to smack talk people if you, you know, if you, if, uh, if you're having fun, uh, yeah. you know, as long as you're not, you know, being not crossing too, the line. Yeah. Yeah. Just there are certain lines you shouldn't cross. Just having conversations. I think having those conversations, especially from a brand perspective and from those product placements guys, right? I mean, <laughs> talking about product placement, you know, if you're, if you're going to pay, uh, you know, a, if, if a big brand sponsors, uh, you know, uh, a show that is about, you know, you know, pissing in Cheerios, <laughs> so, then, you know, that, that brand should be kind of responsible for the problem and not for the yeah. solution. And so I kind of want to encourage other brands to, you know, pay attention to what they're putting their money in uh, sure. and at least kind of maybe how, how can we help, you know, uh, how can we help the, you know, fix the problem is unfortunately from, from you guys know this as well as I do, it's really about where the money goes. So if the money's going to content that promotes, you know, this anti-culture, then that's what's going to happen. And so if the, if the brands want, if, you know, if the world wants to change in that regard, then, hey, let's put money in, uh, put our money in on, the, on a horse that's going to at least fight fair. You know, maybe even if he doesn't win, at least I at least I backed the horse that was going to fight fair. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, company company integrity is everything. I mean, I, yeah. I think Nintendo has done a very good job over the years of doing stuff like that. Where I, I remember back, I think it was the '80s when, uh, or maybe '90s when the whole ESRB thing kind of came out. Nintendo's like, hey, you know, we're we're family friendly, not like Sega over here that's got you know, all these other, you know, bloody Mortal Kombats, we took the blood out of ours. And, you know, I know, I know a lot of that was marketing, but, you know, taking that stance of, hey, we're going to be family friendly, and it's just who we are. Yeah, family friendly can kind of be, uh, you know, place this overarching, like, oh, you just, uh, you know, the goody two shoes versus the whatever. But I don't know, that family friendly thing can kind of be out of context. For me, it's just, hey, if you're an adult and there's kids in the room, know that, the, that there's kids in the room and act right. appropriate. You know? Yeah. And if you're, you know, but if you're adult and you're with your adult friends, then, you know, do whatever you want to do. <laughs> I, I, I was, uh, you know, I was in the military and I went in the Air Force and you know, I don't have a problem with foul language and whatnot. I can, you know, you know whatever. Thank but, God. <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> If uh, if you're in a room with uh, you know a six year old, then generally we have we have a filter as parents, you know, <laughs> right? It's just kind of a natural filter, but because there's there's nothing worse than the child dropping the f bomb in the middle <laughs> of the grocery store. Because <laughs> kids will say enough to get you in trouble anyway. You don't need them dropping the f bomb. I've been I've been in I've been in games from on online games where I know that there's like these these kids in there got to be like ten. And they're cussing worse than sailors, you know. But <laughs> I'm like, wow. Son, does your mama know you talk like that? <laughs> Makes them feel like big men. 
<laughs> yeah, that's, yeah that's that's the, i guess the problem that's the culture is <laughs> like all right well hey you're gonna be tough and yeah and that, i think that's the that's the hollywood absolutely well i want to encourage people to go to skulls.com and that's s-k-u-l-l-z.com and i found you on instagram and twitter at skulls gear is there anywhere else we should be directing people wes well skulls gears we're, we're on all the social medias that way uh twitter instagram facebook this all of the good stuff even i i, I haven't dove too much into uh into the rest and i've even kind of drawn a blank with what the one i was trying to think of uh, twitch <laughs> twitch at all or are you on twitch <laughs> well we got twitch yeah uh definitely for sure that but um but anyway yeah we're we're, we're out there skulls gear at skulls gear and we'll be tagging you and uh, linking all that stuff on our Facebook. And I uh, really do expect you to reach out to us when we see like Scarlett Johansson spin yes. around in a skull's chair or something <laughs> in the next Marvel film. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Wouldn't it though? <laughs> I would just pay to be there during that scene. I'd pay to be the chair in that scene. <laughs> <laughs> Family friendly, not. <laughs> All right, Wes, thank you so much for being here, man. And Randy, what do we have on the website, sir? Go to cannedairpodcast.com. Check out show highlights, past episode, merchandise, uh, special guests, and reach out to your boys if you want to be on the show. Uh, we are also on evergreenpodcasts.com. So uh, check us out there, too. See all the other amazing shows that are part of the network. And, uh, yeah, like I said, just drop us a line if you want to say hi. There it is. And don't forget to find us on Twitter at CandairPod and on Instagram at Canned underscore Air. And once again, Patreon.com forward slash CandairPod or just hit that button on our uh, CandairPodcast.com webpage. Take you over to get some extra content for just a little bit of money every month. $5 a month. What's that? You find that shit in your couch cushions every month, right? $5. Come on. The shake weight spits that out at you. <laughs> <laughs> You just got to work for it, people. <laughs> just got to work for it. <laughs> All right, uh, Randy, is there anything else we're forgetting, sir? Uh, I don't think so. I don't. I feel like there is, but I can't think of what it would be for the life of me. So <laughs> I feel like until, I'm being set up. <laughs> no, 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 you're not. I'm, I'm honestly scratching my head without scratching it here. Here we go. There we go. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this week. So until next time, I am Jeremy Colley. I'm Randy Hardenbrook. And I'm Wes Bird. Thanks so much for listening, everyone, and be excellent to each other. chicken hold on there boys wow it's flint instead of writing your name write cannedairpodcast.com and help spread the word well that's a great idea now we know and knowing is half the battle gi this has been a canned air production Coming up. 
on 5-Minute News. I'm Anthony Davis. You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not. It's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because the news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased and essential world news daily.